Welcome back to another episode of the Retail Therapy Podcast. I'm your host, XR, and today we have an extremely special guest, a newcomer to the retail therapy ecosystem. We have Mr. Corbin on the show. Corbin is a YouTuber, a content creator. Um, you guys might remember him back in the day on YouTube for his techware videos. Uh, somebody that I followed for years, uh, almost, uh, we were talking before recording, almost you know four to five years at this point that I've been uh, a fan of his. And it's crazy. Uh, I messaged Corbin probably a couple months ago and uh, he got back to me, I think last week, he said uh, his mess, my message went under the radar and he was super honored to, and flattered to want to come on the show. So it's been a long time coming, but Corbin, I'm so happy to have you on the show, bro. How are you today? Oh, thanks, XR, for having me on. Uh, I'm excited to be on. And uh, yeah, with the message request, like it, it, it went in there and like a lot of times, like after you're done working, you're like mentally burnt out and go through all the DMs and I like was going, coming through it and I was like, oh my God. You know, I hope it's not too late to hop on and because uh, I'm really honored to to be on and to have the support after all these years and me not even being that active on YouTube anymore. It, uh, it means a lot, man. Yeah, man, for sure. For sure. Well, well, let's get right into it, dude. So I think most people who follow the show who are in like the YouTube space that you and I occupy, like we both know you or we all know you as like the tech work guy. Um, but even before that, like before you started doing YouTube, um, walk me through like growing up, right? What got you into fashion? What got you into clothes? W- where did it all start for you? Take us to the beginning. My mom, she would always like say sometimes to kill time. She would like take us to like go walk around the mall and whatnot. And uh, growing up with a sister um, and my mom, like I would get dragged to a lot of like clothing stores and makeup stores and whatnot. And so I think some of the clothing kind of started to wear off on me then. But even in like later elementary school, early middle school, I kind of enjoyed the process of like putting together like an outfit and kind of leaning into certain aesthetics. Um, So a lot of kids, when they're growing up, they're like, oh, I'm going to try, you know, the skater aesthetic and again, skateboarding for a little bit. And then uh, I was in like a like freshman year of high school. It was like in a like a hippie phase where I would like wear like Sinooks. And like, nice. you know, baggy beige cargos and uh, like the, what was it? it was like, they call them like the drug rug hoodies. That's um, so funny, bro. The ones that, like, uh, yeah, like I, know, I know what, I know exactly what hoodie you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And like, and like, I would be like bumping like Mumford and Sons in my, uh, oh, I don't, my okay. iPod Nano. And it was just like, so I would always try and lean into like these different aesthetics and like trying to see like what was comfortable, what, um, what I did did not feel good in and then sure. kind of I think a pivotal moment to like actually really like put me into like really thinking about clothes and like my style was like tumbler the 2014 to 2016 like mm. pale grunge era tumbler mm. and uh, how, how old are you I'm 27 were, like were you around 27 okay I'm 26 so yeah very yeah, we're similar, on similar. Age. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah and uh I think like the like I so I get on Tumblr and like the whole pale grunge like kind of edginess uh, aesthetic like kind of really caught my eye and like the first pair of like sneakers I bought uh, were like the Adidas Superstars like the black and white ones of course and uh, yeah it, that kind of got me comfortable with wearing like grayscale outfits and being and kind of constructing a wardrobe of black whites and grays because it kind of all goes together and then also it's like when you're that age you're kind of done growing largely and so right 
I feel like you can you feel a little bit more comfortable like exploring different clothes and sometimes spending more on items than when you're like you know outgrowing your stuff every you know three months or whatever oh, sure. months, every six months you know yeah sure I remember like 2012 2016 just seems like so long ago but I remember so many aspects of that so vividly um like when, like when the whole Jerry Boy stuff was going on, and uh, I know you listened to the episode that Josh and I did, but we talked about that a lot. How like it felt super superficial, but it was kind of cool that grunge was coming back. It really was a weird time, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it really was, and like I think it was kind of around that point when like you know social media exploded, and like people could dive into like all these niche styles. Sure. Um, and I remember like the Jerry style coming. Uh, kind of becoming way more popular even on tumblr and like that was like the justin bieber sorry era that kind of so that tumblr era kind of got me into like the black white grayscale outfits and kind of dressing a little edgier the shia labeouf like sfb combat boot outfit Mm -hmm. and like the kanye combat boots and then uh, mx devious he's like this guy kind of like war core ish um Mm -hmm. guy i think in belgium he has like uh he has some pretty out there fits and it's very uh, for me, kind of over the top, but um, that kind of introduced me to like kind of more of the techier side. I feel like people don't don't realize how much that one photo had an impact on how people dressed for years. It was insane. Yeah, the one with the fork like hanging out of his mouth. Yes, bro. Yeah, he's like one. walking to his car. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't like. <laughs> I I still have those um, Nike combat boots down in my basement. And, oh wow! Uh, I just cannot bring myself to get rid of them because I'm like kind of sentimental with them. I'm like, those are my first, like you know, like uh, quote unquote fashionable purchase where I like really made an effort sure. to you know get out of my comfort zone with with those. Tumblr was so cool because it was kind of like a mood board before Instagram mood boards. Yeah, it really was, and I think it was a great way for people to like. It was such it was such an echo chamber, right? Like it's kind of like what Pinterest is today. I actually use Pinterest a lot today, to be honest. I, I use Pinterest for um just like outfit inspiration and it's funny because tumblr was kind of the same way where it just kind of like fed you and you kind of just saw things that were within like your ecosystem but like the deeper you dived in the more you saw you know what i mean and like you just got deeper mm-hmm. and deeper and deeper yeah no 100 percent. um you know because like this pages that you would follow would then repost slightly different but still in the same category sure. pages and posts and um yeah, that was, I think, like, looking back, because, like, when I agreed to do this podcast, I, like, spent a lot of time the past week, I kind of reflecting, I'm like, oh, my God, what, where did my style really come from? And, like, the Tumblr thing got brought up, and I was like, you know, I, that really was, like, a pivotal moment. Once you kind of got past, that, like, that, that grungy-ish type of style around that time, I know you mentioned finding some content creators around, like, the tech wear kind of realm a little bit. Was there ever a light bulb moment that kind of clicked with you? Yeah, I, I actually went on a trip to New York, and I mm. went to the Y3 store, and I got a pair of the Y3 Casa Highs in all black, okay. which at the time was, like, the staple. Like, you know, I saw it on Tumblr, and it was, like, the sure. you know, tech cyber ninja thing. I was like, oh, my God, it's so <laughs> cool. And yeah. so I had a pair of, like, black skinny jeans, and I pin-rolled my skinny jeans mm-hmm. with the Y3s. And then I had, like, a Vans, like, rain jacket that was, like, the – it was, like, rubber and it was kind of like a fisherman's jacket. Yeah. And I posted the fit pick on the high line. 
uh, in New York, and I was yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. this is this is it, man. This is it. <laughs> uh, so that that was like kind of a moment. Where I was like, okay, I think the the tech space is kind of well. And at the time, I didn't really understand like the whole culture and everything around it. But that's when I knew the aesthetic was something I was like sure. really into. Yeah, and then also yeah. like the 2015 like Kanye Combat Boot thing, kind of going back to the Shia LaBeouf. I think had a big impact. How would you define techwear? And I guess a follow-up to that is, for the longest time, like, would you consider your style techwear? Like, would you consider yourself somebody that was part of that? I, I would say I, I started to, like, dive into it. Like, I would kind of go onto the techwear Reddit, kind of maybe in early, like, 2020, late 2019, and kind of get into it. Um, and then I would just kind of take bits of inspiration and then kind of pull it so like i i agree i would probably be considered like a tech or a youtuber uh because i definitely lean sure. into that but yeah i never went like i don't think super deep into like the online community because it's it's weird it is like that style that's like oddly only online um, sure. and i saw i saw one i've seen one person in life in real life like wear a full tech fit and it was a some kid in paris he was in front of me at the crosswalk and he had like an orbit gear bag and like some acronym presto and like cargo pants. I was like, oh my god, oh my god! I finally have seen someone. It, when it comes to defining it, though, um, before I get off track and forget, because I think that's an important thing to distinguish. I thought a lot about this this past week, and I'm going to keep it broad on purpose. Yeah. And I think it's a blend between utility, modern fabric technology, and cyberpunk aesthetics. And a lot of times, people will be like, oh well. You know, it's, it goes way beyond aesthetics, but like there is an aspect to it that is rooted in how it looks. Workwear, that's utilitarian. Is that techwear? And like if no. you posted a workwear fit or like a you went to a job site, they're wearing utilitarian clothing. And like, are you going to post their fit and be like, oh, this is techwear? So it's like, no, it's like you can't take And that's like an extreme example. Yeah, but it's a good example because like you can just look at Gorpcore too, right? Gorpcore has been so popular over the past year, right? And you can take like someone who's wearing like an arc um, windbreaker with like some cargos and like some Solomons, right? It falls under that definition, but it's not aesthetically tech work. It has to include that dystopian cyberpunk kind of aesthetic for it to be tech work, if that's what you're trying to say. 100. That, you, you said it perfectly. And I think it it has a very like aggressive um, not always like I, I like valence a lot. I like a lot of more subtle Arcteryx pieces and whatnot. And sometimes to fly under the radar, which still I think falls under the whole, like it could fall under the like cyberpunk ish, um, right. aesthetic, but like it, there is like a hint of, it has to be a little aggressive, you know, to get that edge. And one issue that I've had with Techware, and I would love for you to elaborate on this if you can, is that like, it's, it's so niche and because there's so many there's so many cut and sew elements to the garments. There's so many pockets. There's so many hardware pieces. It can get extremely expensive, um, which means that if you want to pull off the look in a way that looks not like you're just cosplaying, it can get really expensive. But on the flip side of that, like techwear can look really, really bad if you don't invest mm. into the right stuff. The They call it like hashtag techwear, which is... Mm. If you go on Instagram and you look up hashtag tech where it's like the, oh man, what's that one rapper? He used to be a YouTuber, then he became a rapper and he like, does like the screamo rap. Oh my, um, uh, is it like, Lord? 
or Adam. Ghostman, like uh, no, Scar-Lord. not Ghostman, but similar. Scarlord, yeah, yeah. Scarlord, that's Scarlord. Where it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it's like that type of style where it's like it will be like a flannel shirt and then like the strappiest, most extreme tapered cargos ever, and then they do like distorted poses. You know, they would wear like the mask before COVID and stuff like that. Um, that was like being right. quote unquote like hashtag hashtag tech wear. It's a high barrier to entry. I started my YouTube channel doing a lot of like budget tech wear items, which I feel like to do it right, I should have learned a little bit more about the actual style mm. and developed mine a little more to be a little bit more solid before going out on the internet and giving advice on budget tech wear. When tech wear is done well, like it can look mature, it can look fashion forward. Um, you know, I think a good example is uh, what's this guy name? Uh, uh, Antoine. I'm sure you know who he is. Um, oh yeah to me that's like tech wear done right you know all this to say do you think that it's possible to do tech wear on a budget or is it just like one of those rare style paradigms where like it just doesn't translate well to you know doing it not half-assed but doing it on a budget so you can do it on a budget some of my most worn pants were a pair of like 511 tactical like cargo pants that i tapered myself you know, I still wear them hiking to this day. It's It depends on, like, how intense of a tech wear look you want to go. And, like, I think a lot of times they, like, people will look at a fit that has a bunch of straps on it and really baggy drop crotch, and that's what they go for. But there's a way to incorporate the look that's toned back and mature and on a budget. Simple, like, shell jackets, like, simple windbreakers with a pair of, you know just like straight leg chinos even and some um some like boots so it looks like it can do the job so like there's definitely like methods to how you can do it on a budget um i guess you know i asked that because i again i go back to like the the alibaba kind of side of tech where like there's so much out there that is really cheap and i feel like it's so easy to fall down in that loop of i just want to look i want to look as crazy as i can i don't have the money so i'm just gonna buy something on a site that looks really bad and that fits really bad, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, like if you're dedicated to like the full acronym look, like to do that really right, you kind of got to spend acronym money, you know? Sure. Um, and and I've gone stuff off of like Taobao before um, or, or Alibaba, you know, that type of clothing. Um, and I ended up selling it because it's just, the quality is not there. The fit usually isn't there. And uh, it's just... I don't know. I just didn't feel that comfortable in it. I think one of the most important things about techwear is actually like the culture that it comes from. I know we talk about, you mentioned cyberpunk before. Um, and I think architecture, cinema, anime have a pretty big, big role in how techwear has been shaped in a lot of ways. Like you look at, I don't know, Akira, Neuromancer, like these different, these different pieces of media and you can kind of you know, see where the influences come from. Uh, Blade Runner is a big one, I think. Um, even like the cyberpunk video game, for example. Um, how much do you feel like that that culture, you know, those pieces of media and those pieces of art have influenced techware? Um, and do you think they go hand in hand? Like, do you think pe most people who are into the techware space, like they're just naturally into that kind of stuff anyways? I think it, it has played a really big role because I've known, I've met people in the tech community um, 
and I have one guy coming to mind. Um, his username's like Lucky Etos, and he has really good style. Um, and it's very quite subtle, but like he was talking to me, he's like, "Yeah, I walked out of the theater watching Blade Runner, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I was like, that is amazing. I love that style. Like I love yeah. that aesthetic. And then then he got into Valence because he kind of mm. liked the more like elite dystopian corporate look mm-hmm. um, and so it, it, it has been huge and i think the because techware is so online the photography and the fit pics it definitely plays into the aesthetic and so when you have these places where you know it's like very brutalist architecture and people take like you know techware fit pics there it's part of the look it's part of the uh branding of the style you know, it's kind of like if you did like Gorkcore and like they weren't in Snowdonia, UK or the right. islands of Scotland, you know, it's it's also like setting as well. And maybe, you know, maybe that's why it's so niche, too, is that like, look, it's expensive. It's hard to pull off unless like, you know, the brands, uh, unless you have like a good eye for proportions, in my opinion. Uh, but also at the same time, too, right? Like. If you're someone who lives in Idaho, you probably can't really resonate or dive deep in the culture because there's not much around you, you know? Man, when you live in the suburbs, because it's such an intense style that it can look out of place very easily. Uh, Speaking of intense, right? I think when Tech World was first taken off, right? It it, it was very over the top and exuberant, right? Whereas I feel like today when I look at some of the guys who are kind of taking Tech World forward, it's actually not like that anymore. It's, it seems pretty subdued. It seems really mature now. And it seems like it's less about being bombastic and loud and more about like this sleek, futuristic look that doesn't make you look like, you know, you're you're LARPing as a ninja, if that makes sense. And I wonder why it's toned down so much. Maybe it's just like it was a trend that is burnt out. But I totally sure. remember like people posting instagram and photos and they would have like an anime sword and then they would photoshop like some weird crazy like you know cyborg yeah. helmet on them and like run it through lightroom for like 20 hours before posting it <laughs> um i think the gore core like outdoorsy um vibe i think affected it i think so too um obviously with covid and stuff like I think people's approach to clothing kind of changed anyways. It was more subdued, relaxed. Um, and even today's trends, right? Like a lot of brands are just focusing on like uniform, right? Um, I know you're a big proponent of Uniqlo and, and, and we can talk about Uniqlo next. And um, I think I see people more diving into that kind of like uniform aesthetic. And I see that being translated with techwear, which honestly it is great because maybe it makes techwear a little bit more approachable and less of a meme. Yeah, no, 100%. I think brands kind of like Lululemon, uh, which, mm. you know, you don't, it's not really like a designer. It's not a designer brand. It's, you know, a big company right. that a lot of just kind of average folks will will wear. And so when brands like Lululemon will kind of incorporate some aspects of, you know, technical garments and unique ergonomic cuts. And um, yeah. I think it can trickle in that way. Because there's been like some Lululemon pieces that I'm like, it's kind of similar to some valence. And it's like watering down. And I, I think it's neat. If you have any advice that you would give to somebody who's trying to like build a tech wear outfit or wants to start, you know, diving into tech wear. I would say 
I would say pants would be the first thing. I know everyone wants to run and get like a really cool shell jacket, and I get it because mm. I was there. But I think, especially incorporating with other aspects of your wardrobe, I think a, a good, cool pair of kind of functional, affordable, tech, like cargos or something would be really right. good. Something that's not super tapered, kind of straight. Right. And then throw it on with a pair of runners or boots or whatever and then just have like a nice crew neck sweater and then maybe the next step would be like a shell jacket but i think pants is where i would start for sure in terms of things to avoid right like i want to get into tech wear i'm following your advice um you know buy you know maybe i bought like some solomons some really not not like the solomons that, that i think most people know but just like a pair of like a little bit more like sporty Solomons, a pair of cargos. I got a nice crew neck. Uh, what are some things that you would tell people to avoid when they're trying to get into tech wear? I would avoid if a brand labels themselves a tech wear brand, I would avoid it. Cause like, if you look at these, like the juggernauts, you, so you look at acronym, mm. you look at Arcteryx, they yeah. never use the word tech wear. Sure. It's, it's, like this style. So it's like if um, I, I'm, I don't know much about like avant garde, you know, like Rick Owens type clothing, but like if you had were going after kind of that look, like the Rick Owens look, would you go with the brand that brands themselves? Like, oh, we're, uh, you know, get your budget avant garde here. Whenever I, w- I would look for tech wear stuff and it was like, it was always from like brands that said tech wear, it always was crap, right? always and and i think once you kind of get some basics like if you get like a pair of like nice kind of functional cargos that or even like some hiking cargos if you like start to do that and incorporate your current wardrobe with it and you're liking it and then you do want to try something a little bit more out there like sure go ahead and you know pick up like one of the more hashtag tech wear or tech wear branded brands sure. um, and go from there but like that i would generally recommend to not go to those places that brand themselves as, oh, buy your tech word here. You know, funny funny you mentioned like avant-garde. I actually find that there's a bit of a crossroad between like tech wear and avant-garde fashion because like obviously everyone knows about like the Boris Solomon sneakers, right? I see like a lot of guys who are like Rick get get into like that footwear and they start like dabbling a little bit in tech wear. Funny enough, I think avant-garde fashion and tech wear, like the marriage between those two is a lot more similar. And I think I think people like incorporate bits of both. And yeah, I just think that's interesting because like I think when most people think about avant-garde, they don't think of tech wear, but there is some crossover there. I don't know if you've noticed that. I have, yeah. And I think because actually I'm thinking of this one particular post I saw on Tumblr years ago. I think I reposted it. But like it was of um, Yoji Yamamoto and then mm-hmm. he has his white three brand you know which right. is dabbling into that tech wear space and so that was kind of my window from you know kind of hyped you know adidas yeezy sneakers which is like the y3 into the more classic tech wear and then you know yoji yamamoto looks um sure. there is a, a a branch there that that connects it um, and that was kind of how i got exposed to that was uh, like a y3 yoji yamamoto sure absolutely absolutely um yeah, I, I, I do want to talk about Uniqlo. Um, I'm a big proponent of the brand. I love Uniqlo. Um, I get a lot of my basics from Uniqlo. I know that you wear a lot of Uniqlo. 
Um, and I, I think I've seen Uniqlo kind of dabble in some like tech wear ish silhouettes and shapes. Um, yeah, I just, I would love to hear your general thoughts. I know you've done like reviews of Uniqlo on your channel. What kind of draws you to the brand and, um, is it, is it a good brand to incorporate when you're trying to build tech wear as well? Yes. Uh, uh, short answer. Yes. Um, and what I like about Uniqlo, like, yes, it is fast fashion. I get it. However, I think the saving grace with it is it's not like the Forever 21 fast fashion where they throw no. like the Flaming Hot Cheetah logos on <laughs> and all that stuff. It's like it is basic. Like they like and to this day, my most worn crewnecks are the Uniqlo U just um, crewneck sweatshirt. Yeah. Yeah. And so they do make really good basics. And I, I've seen them like dabble in some technical garments, mainly their block tech line, which is kind of like their budget Gore-Tex. Sure. Um, and actually it works like pretty decent. I wouldn't go like hiking with it, but like sure. around the city, it's great. Um, and it's, and most people who get like Arc'teryx, they don't need Arc'teryx, you know? Yeah. Like, honestly. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Unless you're and, really out there. So, fucking, and, I'm, and I'm not yeah. ripping out. Um, and because I got, I, I get it, man. Like I, like, I have very expensive clothes, you know, and it's like, do I need, you know, four Gore-Tex shell jackets? Like, no, absolutely <laughs> not. So I'm not, like, common for those people. But, like, most people, I feel like, walk around, like, New York City and they got, like, their Arc Twizy on. Um, like, it, it, it's, a, it's a good jacket. It's a good piece. But, like, a Uniqlo Block Tech jacket would get you... It would keep you dry just like that. And it has a very similar look and it's, sure. you know, 80% cheaper. Yeah. So it, it, I think a lot of it's, it's like diminishing returns with mm. tech wear because it, it inherently there is like a portion of that is like utilitarian and functionality. Um, there's like kind of a limit to like, how much can I spend on pants until I'm just paying for the design or the brand? Right. And I think that kind of takes into, comes into play around like the $500 mark for like pants, which is insane by the way, like $500 pants are expensive. Insane. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I agree with that. And yeah, it's, it's not to rip anybody who works, Arch who wears Arcteryx. I mean, I, I wear Arcteryx. I have an Arcteryx show jacket in my closet. Right. And, uh, I'm being honest with you. Like, so my partner, she's from Alaska, right? Like, if we were out fucking booking it in Alaska hiking, like I get it, right? Like you need the best of the best, but I'm just walking around going to the grocery store, right? Like at, at the end of the day, like if you, if you're wearing arc, like if you're wearing a lot of like the, the higher end brands, I mean, it's typically because you like the brand, right? And there's no shame in that, right? Oh, like I no, I totally get it, man. I, I wear my plain Arcteric shell jacket. I like sold my acronym jacket. And I'm like, I just have my Arcteric shell jacket instead. It does mm -hmm. everything I need. You know, and like I went on like a backpacking trip through Iceland alone for like 50 miles and like I brought my Arcteryx, you know, sure. it was great. But I also wear it. It's like, oh, I got to go down and get myself a latte. I'm going to throw on my and it's like slightly rainy out or even if it's just overcast. I'm like, I have an excuse to wear it. So sure. like I am that person. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> for like most people, like, yeah, if you just want to experiment to look like a Uniqlo Loctec jacket, it's, yeah, try it out. But uh, yeah, your style today. So um, I know that you uh, actually the past couple of fits that you've been posting 
a little bit less tech wear and a little bit more like Western workwear inspired. Like walk me through that. It seems like you're kind of experimenting again with your style. Yeah, no, I, um, no, and another thing with tech wear is like, it's very like seasonal based to be honest. Like it's kind of sure, hard to sure. be in the heat of summer and 90 degree heat and be like, how can I wear tech wear, you know? And <laughs> yeah. still, even if you wear like, you know, like a breathable, like black t-shirt and breathable black cargo. That's like, Oh my God. Um, and so I think a cool way to incorporate different layers in like warmer weather is to kind of ditch the black, get some breezy, you know, pants. And, uh, I think a nice way to layer is like a collared shirt, you know? Um, but with like the Western wear though, like something I've been, kind of dabbling in recently or i would say in the past year i started listening to like marty robbins that old mm. western country singer like big mm. iron and all those songs like saddle tramp and then you know again like Coulter wall who's like a just like younger kid now but he sounds like he's from like the 60s mm-hmm. and like i kind of really liked it, it kind of opened my eyes to like how cool western americana style is it is yeah. and it's, it, it's so cool and like I, I grew up in the West. I grew up in Colorado. And so not that there were like that many like rednecks or cowboys hanging around where I lived. Cause I was just living in a suburb, but like, I didn't really appreciate it. Cause like, you know, my dad would, he had a pair of cowboy boots and like, you know, you're like, yeah, that's a dad style. But then like you get older, I'm like, it's kind of cool. And I noticed yeah. you, you, you've got a pair of like Tecobas, right? Yeah. I have a, I've had like three or four like pairs throughout my, throughout my time. Yeah. I yeah. love those boots. I really like, I just got my first pair and I'm like, these are sick. Yeah. Bro. You know? And they're not so that expensive. I, I do like, I, no. And it's like, and they, oh my God, the, like the leather smell on them is so good. It's like, oh, oh yes, yeah. So good. That was kind of weird, but like, it's, it's nice. Like they're good quality boots. They are. Um, absolutely. And it's, it's just a way for me to kind of get in my comfort zone a little bit and like experiment with like summer fits more. I I respect the fuck out of that because I've struggled with that in the summers too, right? Like, it'll be fucking 90 degrees outside, blazing hot, and I'm wearing a fucking black shirt and black pants and boots, and everyone's like, bro, what are you doing? Like, I, I feel ridiculous, and it's like, dude, this is not it. Like, I can't be wearing I can't be dressing like this when it's 90 degrees outside, but, like, I feel like I'm so committed, and... um I, I, I do agree. Like tech wear is like a fall, winter, spring kind of thing. Like it's really hard to pull off in the summer, it seems. So um, it's just one of those, right? It's like one of those yeah. subcultures where it just doesn't lend well to the summer. Yeah. And you're in New York. So you got that, you know, humidity along with that oh, 90 yeah. degree heat. So I pray for you, brother. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think with tech, like if you, like, if you want to wear, like, techie fits in the summer, I think accessories is the way to go. So, get you, sure. you know, like, the sling bags, the, you know, the watch, the you know, the G-Shock watch and just stuff like that. The sunglasses, you know, get some futuristic sunglasses. Whatnot. Like, there's ways to do it 100%. Sure. Um, but, yeah, I, I just, yeah, with the last couple of fits, I just, I... I I wanted to try something new and kind of get a little bit out of my comfort zone. So I got a pair of like high waisted, like 1970s fatigue pants. Nice. Um, never had any of those in my life before. Nice. And uh, yeah, so I'm just, you know, I'm having fun. And like, I think it also, when I started listening to like Western music too, I was like, I got to get my car hard now. So. <laughs> you can, you can definitely play with those influences. Like um, even though I still consider my style a little bit like more grungy, like I do wear 
a lot of flares. I do wear a lot of like Western boots, and I think it just kind of lends well. It's it's a very versatile style. I think it's very plug and play with a lot of different stuff too. Oh, it very is, very much so is, and like it, I think it goes like um, even like Fernando or like mm-hmm. Owen, you know, yeah, like those yeah. guys like like they it's they have that like punk edginess, that, and I think your style lends like really well to this too. It's like you have that punk edginess to it. It's kind of uh, toned back to where it's like wearable and you can wear it like every day, but you can insert little flavors and little hints of like Western wear and other styles. And I think that's beautiful. And I think I've, I've been trying to do that with even like the tech wear bits where it's like you kind of tone it back. You still have that edginess, but right. it's contained a little bit. It's not so like in your face. As I approach my 30s, like, I have to like I have to tone it down a little bit, you know. Like it needs to look the way I dress needs to look. It's okay to retain some of that edge, but it needs to look presentable. I feel, and I don't know if that's something that comes with age or, or you struggle with that too. One hundred percent, dude. We are we're closer to thirty than we are twenty, though. Like, yeah, that's, that's scary. <laughs> it is, uh, but I I think as you get older and like and you've been obviously like into fashion for a long time, and like I've been yeah. kind of exploring, you know fashion and outfits for quite a while and like i think as you develop more and you develop your palette you kind of look for more refinement than mm-hmm. really bold like i'm gonna try this style now where you have like the hashtag tech wear super strappy or you have like the i'm gonna go full like 2018 balenciaga with like the massive chunky ironic yeah. dad shoes and yeah, like yeah um, all that stuff and like you start like the pendulum doesn't swing as much. Sure. And you start to like refine and look for smaller details and you kind of notice what you're comfortable with more often. Um, and like the turnover in your closet, like gets old too. Like when I was like first kind of getting into it and trying a lot, like different silhouettes and whatnot, like, you know, I would like get something, wear it for a little bit, be like, I don't really like, I would sell it, you know, it's just like the churn was in- insane. And so it was, I, I think it's a natural development, not only with age, but just like you refine your style. I think the pen, the pendulum analogy is, is something I haven't heard of before. And I think it's really nice. It's like, you're right. Like when you're younger, the pendulum sways from left to right in huge ass arcs, right? Like you said, the turnover with shit in your closet is crazy, right? Like you're constantly buying shit, constantly selling. Um, whereas now like the pendulum doesn't swing as much, but you know, it still swings enough to where like you're trying new things, but it all kind of fits into what you're wearing um and to be honest like looking at some of the fits on your instagram like there's some cool stuff like that like that jacove shell jacket right like i could totally wear that right now and it would look a little techie but still fit in with what i wear and like i think this conversation is going to challenge me to because i I really do like tech wear i love tech wear but i've always been scared to dive in because of you know the hashtag tech wear look right but because like I've always, it, it just yeah. seems like the barrier to entry is so high. That said, like based off this conversation, like I, I do think that you can find stuff that is a little bit more subdued, gets the look, but you don't look like you're LARPing, you know? Yeah, no. And like the, the LARPing aspect is like when, when I've tried on a couple fits and like worn out in public, I feel like I'm like kind of LARPy. And yeah. like, I do not feel comfortable. I'm like, get me home right now. I need to change. Like, sure. so, but yeah, again, like, if if someone like wanted to get into like tech work, again, it's just like subtle pieces that you can blend with, you know, your current style. So like that, you know, Jacob jacket. Um, yeah, 
I'll, I, I'll just say like the Jacob Wallace one. Uh, like, I like that because it is, you can, like, if you're into like punk, you know, or design, you know, more like Mason Marcello looks, you can sure. still wear that and incorporate it. Uh, but then also, if you're kind of in techie space, um, I think Josh actually has this jacket too. And it's like we have very different styles, but like it still works with both styles. So like there there are pieces out there that can be flexible, but again, they're not branded as tech wear. Man, this has been such a such a great and fun conversation, um, Corbin. One of the last things I wanted to ask you is, um, I know you've dialed down a little bit on YouTube. Um, you've done everything from budget tech wear to reviews to outfits to pickups. Do you have any plans to like get back on YouTube or are you kind of content? You kind of want to stay away from that space and just focus on what you're doing day to day. No, I'm, I'm, I'm this actually this podcast kind of like when you invited me on, it kind of inspired me again to, to do it. And so yeah. I've, I'm actually almost done editing a video kind of going through the outfit that I, um, uh, wore when I did my backpacking trip through Iceland, which like, yeah, it's kind of hiking related, but sure. Um, you know, it is fashion related as well, especially leaning into that tech where, you know, the true utilitarian functionality, waterproofness, (laughs) like like actually in the wild, right? (laughs) Earned for literally, like I actually needed my Gore-Tex. Otherwise I would (laughs) have been up a Creek. Uh, so like, yeah, I do want to get back into it. And it's, I think just as I've gotten older and then you you work and then you, you're trying to, I'm trying to find a balance between everything between like true downtime of like re- relaxation, working and then working on this. Um, mm. And, and I, I, I think one of my favorite things about the doing the YouTube is the editing of the videos, which a lot of times people are like, Oh my God, I hate it. But like, I can get into like a flow state while editing a video and like three hours ago by I'm like, Oh my God. And I'm just so present in the moment and just, it, it's nice. So I do want to get back into it. Probably won't be doing like, you know, weekly uploads, but um, it is a creative outlet for me. And I think mm-hmm. that's important for people to have. So yeah, I, I do plan on doing more videos. Um, it took like a hiatus for like nine months or something. Just didn't do anything, sure. but I'm getting back into it. Again, I appreciate the time. Um, I really appreciate you coming on. And for those listening, man, like, please, if you want to get into tech wear, uh, take some of the recommendations, right? Like, look at look at some brands that have things like cargos, look at military, go to, like, military surplus stores, um, you know, look at Solomon's. Like, you don't have to spend $1,000 on, like, Boris sneakers, right? Like, look at Solomon's, look at Uniqlo. Like, you can you can incorporate some of these pieces in a way that's wearable, that's digestible, um, and I think most importantly to me and you, it just looks good without being too over the top. So I think the insight that you brought on was great. But, uh, before we get out of here, Corbin, any shout outs that you want to give? Oh, Jesus. Um, shout out to Antoine, by the way, like he's like the nice. OG techware YouTuber and he was a big inspiration to me. Um, and same with Jacob Wallace too, back in the day, like he, both of those guys like were a big inspiration for me to get started um, and do it and to do those videos, go out of my comfort zone with clothes. Uh, so I would say shout out to those guys. Corbin, man, I appreciate you once again for coming on the show. Uh, to the viewers at home, I will have all of his links down below, Instagram and YouTube. Uh, please be on the lookout for that Iceland video. It's going to be super sick when you post that. Um, 
But yeah, again, it was a pleasure. We'll see you all on the next episode of the Retail Therapy Podcast. Until then, stay safe and stay healthy. And we'll see you all next week. Peace.